Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, a key player to our success goes down. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 49 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. And yes, it is remote once again as Chase, he's still recovering from his surgery. I am feeling better when it comes to my sickness. But anyways, Chase, how are you feeling? Could be significantly better, not going to lie. Um, you know, they had to do more than planned. So I'm, I'm feeling it a, l- a little more than I was hoping. But hanging in... Um, still able to you know get up and and you know get through the podcast you know as i say hurt not injured um you know you can play through hurt and it can't don't always play through injured so i I don't i don't know if that's that's the proper thing to say here but that's what i'm going with but yeah i'm hanging in how are you there you go i'm doing really well i'm feeling better and coming off of a huge dynasty trade if any of you play a little fantasy football uh, i recommend dynasty leagues very highly chase you and i are both in Two together, you also have like 17 that I'm not a part of, but Dynasty League's way better than your standard leagues. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. I am a big fan of, you know, how it operates. So I've, we might have talked about it before in, in a way past episode, but if not, you know, it, it operates essentially closer to um, like like an actual front office than fantasy. Uh, you, you know, you keep your same team year after year. You have rookie picks. You have extended rosters. You got to make cuts, uh, you know, to correspond with the rookie picks that you make. It, it's just a little more entertaining, um, a little more involved, and just a completely different type of strategy. It's pretty fun. I highly recommend. Yeah, and it's weird because usually uh, in both of our leagues, we've got a, a player named Garrett who usually we try to avoid making trades with. But my trade that went down today was indeed with Garrett. Uh, For those of you that are interested in the trade, I'll briefly go through it. So I gave up Stefan Diggs, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Evan Ingram, and the 304 this year. We've got 12 picks and three rounds. So uh, the 304 is towards the top of that last round. Then we go to my team. I receive Antonio Gibson, Michael Gallup, Marquise Brown, Albert O. I'm not going to try the last name because that, We'll get absolutely butchered. I promise you that as well as the first overall pick in the draft. And I move that three Oh four and get up to the two Oh seven. So move up seven spots or so. Um, actually no more than that. What is that? Nine spots. Yep. So 
What are your thoughts on the trade, Chase? Did you like it? I, I told you before I would take it in a heartbeat. I, I think you're getting significantly better value. So absolutely, I do like it for you. Yeah, I tried to get Michael Pittman instead of Marquise Brown, but whatever. You take what you got to take. I heard Stefan Diggs is maybe not happy with his contract too because a lot of the top wide receivers are getting paid this offseason. So I figured might as well get something for him while I can. I thought I could still get for sure a, a, a one more year at least out of top production out of him. So uh, that kind of hurt. But overall, pretty happy with the trade. First overall pick, that's going to be a lot of fun. But on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, we are going to be talking about the Ryan McDonough injury that happened in the game against Boston. We are going to be looking at the game against Boston and Detroit, not against the Islanders because that is actually currently going on as we are recording, we're recording currently at 2.16 p.m. on Sunday. I've got the game on right outside the studio, so I can keep an eye on that. After the commercial break, going to be talking a lot of college hockey. And then also, the Capitals, they had a little giveaway that backfired a bit. So, Chase, we'll sir, first start off with Ryan McDonough. He's injured. We don't love to see it out indefinitely as of right now. Yep, so he's ruled out indefinitely with an upper body injury. Uh, I was after blocking a shot in Thursday's game against the Bruins. Uh, it's a tough blow. Uh, John Cooper has said he is not feeling very optimistic about it. Um, it didn't look too good. So you, you got to imagine that he's going to be out for probably the rest of the regular season. Hopefully not too far into playoffs, um, but we, we don't know for sure. Don't, you know, don't know exactly what the injury is either. When they just say upper body, it could be a whole you know list of things. But hopefully it's something that he can get over recover from real quick, get back to playing, and, you know, just get back like nothing happened. Yeah, absolutely. Praying for the fastest recovery possible because Ryan McDonough, a huge part of that defense and a huge part of these last couple of Stanley Cup runs that we have had and, of course, came out on top of. So we'd love to have Ryan McDonough back for the start of playoffs. We'll keep you guys updated on that situation. But let's head over to the Boston game. This is the one which Ryan McDonough got injured, and it was a tough game for us. We got outshot by... 15 uh we also took the l so it was just a, a tough overall performance out of the boys yeah it was just continuing a stretch of you know kind of rough games in general for the lightning i was hoping for a little bit better of an effort but boston looked like the better hockey team uh you know it, it was kind of the t- type of thing that i've mentioned that lightning does before like that they do as a team they don't take a lot of shots but they, they do a decent job scoring on their smaller opportunities that they get but at the end of the day they didn't get quite enough and boston's able to get the one edge on them uh, the positive from this game, Brandon Hagel, the new addition, scores a goal. That's the first one as a member of the Tampa Lightning. Uh, so he was able to get acclimated, you know, get, get adjusted. Hopefully he can continue to keep keep rolling, keep being a good fit in, in, in Tampa Lightning. Yeah, really happy to see Hagel get there on the score sheet. Unfortunately, David Pasternak, he put up a hat trick. And that was the deciding three goals. The hat trick goal was the deciding goal on the overall game as we lost 3-2 to in that one. But... Then on Saturday, we head to Detroit to face off against the Detroit Red Wings. This was a game in which I expected a little bit more scoring. Only ended 2-1, to one, but it did end with the right team on top. Yeah, I, I heavily bet the over in this game and bet Tampa to actually cover minus uh, three and a half. I thought they were going to smoke Detroit, but Detroit actually played pretty well. Um, Tampa ended up kind of kicking it into gear once Detroit scored their first goal in the third because uh, the first goals didn't come until the third period and then overtime. So once Detroit scored, Tampa said, all right, never mind. This is our game. We're taking it over. Sure enough, they did get the regulation goal, then the overtime winner. And it was a game where the first like 45 minutes, in my opinion, was just not really very good by, by Tampa. Detroit, you know, probably outplayed them, at least kept pace. 
But once they decided they want to play, they looked like a much better hockey team. So hopefully how they finished off is how they're going to continue out the rest of the regular season because if they play the way they did, you know, those last five, ten minutes, they're going to have no issue going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And four and six in our last ten, not including the Islanders game, it's a tough look. However, one thing that I have loved to see out of this Tampa team is the penalty kill unit has been really good. Just in these two games alone, they go 10 for 10 on the penalty kill. That's something you love to see. And if you get good kills in playoffs, that's going to be a hard team to beat. Oh, 100%. If special teams are so key when it comes to just really playoffs for any sport in general, especially you know hockey and football, the two teams really with special teams. Um, but if you have a strong penalty kill and a strong power play in the playoffs, you're, you're pretty much safely going to win the cup because if, if you can – Translate on, you know, 25 to 30 percent of your power plays and kill off 85 plus percent of your melanie kills. You're going to win every game. Odds are you're going to do pretty well. So hopefully we can just keep this rolling. Absolutely. Uh, One game to look forward to this week. That's on Tuesday against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, A tough team. That's for sure. We played them very recently. They beat us three to two. It was only on March 22nd when that game happened. Uh, we're we're coming right back at them. We got the the Carolina Hurricanes once again. What do we expect out of this one? Are we are we thinking it's going to be a similar result with us kind of struggling, or do you think we kind of rally here? You know, I, I think we're, we're we're bound to win. You know, one of these games coming up, and right now the Hurricanes have you know two on us, so I don't think they're going to get the season sweep. I think we're going to end up winning this game. Um, I do think we're going to win the Islanders game we're playing today as well. Figure we mentioned that real quick. Are not gonna be able to recover, so I think we're gonna be riding, you know, a nice three-game win streak going into April. That would be great. I would absolutely love to see it. However, I I can't be as optimistic about this one just because I'm looking at the struggles that we have had up to this point actually scoring. And the Carolina Hurricanes they sit first in penalty kill and first in goals against. This is a team. That does not allow many goals. Frederick Anderson and Antti Ranta both playing very well this season. If we can only put up two on the likes of Boston and Detroit, I'm a little bit nervous for what could happen here against Carolina. So, unfortunately, I am going to say this one's going to be a loss. What a nub. Yeah, well, you were trying to be uh, realistic the last couple of times, and you were right, and so I figured I'd take a shot at it too. So now I'm being realistic as well. I'm going to be right again because Tampa's going to win out. I hope so. That, that, that'd be pretty neat. Dude, dude their, their whole month of April, if they can, like, if they win 70% of games with how much they have to play, that's pretty impressive. Like, they, they got, I think, 16 games in 30 days is, is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of downtime. There's one two-day break in the month of April, then the rest, you're either playing back-to-back or you have one day off. Yeah, and the nice thing is that we are still currently sitting third in the Atlantic. We are not a wild card, and hopefully we won't ever hit that wild card spot. But We, we, we were for, like, an hour. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's getting a little nerve wracking when it comes to seeding, but when it comes to overall actually making playoffs, still not super worried. We're still 17, 17 points above that first team out of the wild card. So we're still feeling pretty good, but we definitely want to start getting some wins here. We don't really want to be going up against Florida first round. Maybe a second round matchup against Florida would be cool, but I'm definitely trying to avoid them in the first round. Yes, but I definitely would like to see us beat the hell out of the playoffs at some point. Could you imagine us going up against, I don't know, Boston or whatever, and then we go up against like a Carolina, and then we go up against like a Florida or something um, on our way to a Stanley Cup? I mean, it'd be a pretty, be, be a pretty impressive road travel there. Uh, it'd yeah. show that you're, you know you're the best team, and if you go on go on and 
lose in the conference or the Stanley Cup Finals, and you know it's just a fluke. And the Western Conference team doesn't matter how good they are; they they, they won because they got lucky. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break, but on the other side of the commercial break, a lot of college hockey talk, including uh, the college hockey tournament, the you know championship bracket. We're gonna take a look at. We'll be right back. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. If you have any sports betting needs, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, Chase, let's start off and talk about the Washington Capitals giveaway. Uh, I did not actually see this, so you're going to have to inform me on what actually happened here, but you've got it on, and it looks like it maybe didn't go as planned. Yeah, it wasn't anything super like bad or serious or anything, but they did a little giveaway um, for their last game or whoever how they were playing. I don't know, but it was a home game, and Backstrom recently hit a thousand assists, so they gave out little like foam apples to all the fans uh, and they were attending the game, just like a little like foam kind of stress ball shaped like an apple to commemorate his one thousandth assist. Well, that game, Nicholas Backstrom scores uh, scores a goal in the game, and of course, what do you think the fans proceed to do? Just absolutely hammer the ice with these fake apples like they were just pouring on the ice for like 10 15 20 minutes just thousands and thousands of just fake foam apples just to lay in the hell out of the game so it wasn't anything like it was like super bad but it was just kind of a kind of a funny moment that i know they definitely did not plan for that's pretty funny i'm actually gonna look that up on twitter later when we get off the show just to get a good chuckle out of that because i'd probably do the same thing i mean how can you not yeah, I know. like like it, it, you know, you, you're given the thing to celebrate him. Then when he scores a goal, you know, why don't you just, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's like instead of throwing a, throwing a hat on the ice, why don't you throw, throw your little mini apple? It makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like even if he assisted on a goal, I feel like you still throw him, right? It's not yeah, just exactly. a goal for him. I mean, you got it strictly because he hit a thousand assists. So might as well do that as well. I agree hundred percent. All right, Chase, let's go over to some college hockey news. We'll start with Lindenwood, they're about to add a men's Division One team. Yeah, so if anyone does not know about Lindenwood and their hockey roots, they currently have a uh, women's Division One team. And then on the men's side, they currently play um, NCAA D3. Or actually, no, I lied. They do not have NCAA D3 at the moment. They have um, ACHA Division One, ACHA Division Two, and maybe ACHA Division Three as well. Um, they are also one of the best roller hockey schools in, in the country. They're a very good, um, you know, for, for for guys coming out of, you know, like lower level tier two players and tier three junior hockey players. Lindenwood is one of the most attractive schools to go to. They're perennial uh, championship contenders. So this move makes sense, especially since the women's team is already up there at the D1 level. He might as well get a men's team, too. So they're going to transition next season. They're going to be playing Division One, 
not really be a full-time member until I think the 26-27 season. It'll be kind of like what Arizona State did where they come in, have an independent schedule. You know, you got to play some Division One teams, still play some Division Three teams, play some lower-level opponents, kind of get back and forth until you can kind of build up those recruits and become a, you know, truly competitive and sustainable program. So by the time 26-27 comes around, you know, after about five years at that level, hopefully that's where they're going to be. Yeah, that's awesome. And one of the top roller hockey teams, I didn't know that college hockey was big in, or I should say colleges in general, were big into roller hockey. There's not a lot, but there there are some, and Lindenwood has a has a pretty damn good one. It's 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 pretty neat actually. All right, quick quiz here for you, Chase. Do you know where Lindenwood is at? It is in St. Louis, Missouri, or it's around St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, St. Charles. Least. Yep, nice. Yeah, I I, I yeah. had no idea. I had to look it up real quick. <laughs> I you know I, I know about it because of the, the level of hockey I work in. Uh, a lot of kids, they're like their preferred school is Lindenwood if they're going to play ACHA because of how good they are. Mm-hmm. So like I'm I'm very familiar with the school. Gotcha. All right, Chase, let's go over to the 2022 Men's Frozen Four. Um, This is a tournament that features Michigan and Western Michigan, both as number one seeds. You absolutely love to see it. Both of them still currently in the tournament. However, they got tough matchups later tonight against Quinnipiac and Minnesota. Yeah, so as chalk as this is going to be, I do think that we're going to see all four number one seeds here in the Frozen Four. Uh, if you look at, at, at the other sides of the pool, Denver beat UMass Lowell, Minnesota Duluth beat Michigan Tech, and then Denver beat uh, Minnesota Duluth to move on to the Frozen Four, and Denver is the number one seed. Then the other side, uh, Minnesota State beats Harvard, and then Notre Dame beats North Dakota. Minnesota State beats Notre Dame to be the number one seed moved on as well. And I think the same thing is going to happen. Michigan's just too talented of a team. Going against Quinnipiac, a solid roster. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's just not Michigan. They they just look legit this year. You know, they played against uh, Amer- American International College AIC. Looked like they were given thirty percent effort and still looked like the much better team. So I imagine they're going to give one hundred percent. Play pretty damn well here today. The game's at six thirty, and then the Western Michigan game against Minnesota. That one's going to be a really good hockey game, I believe. I do think Western is going to sneak out on top. They just got their first tournament win in school history, uh, winning last round. They made seven appearances. They were 0-7 before, get their first win, and I think they're actually going to go on a decent little run because of it. So we could you know, be looking at a potential uh, you know, Michigan versus Western Michigan national championship if things play out right, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. And there's only been one upset this whole tournament, and it was when Notre Dame beat North Dakota in the first round and it's only a three seed beating a number two seed. So if we see four really, one seeds, like ah, I, I don't love it, but at the same time, the best teams. Yeah. It, it's, it's really not even a massive upset. Notre Dame against North Dakota. Like it's, it's a game where it could, could have went either way and it did. Mm-hmm. So it's really nothing too surprising here. So it's a little chalk the way it's working out this year, but it truly is the best teams moving on. If you had to pick a team to win the whole thing right now, who are you going to pick? You got six I, to I choose can't. from. What's that, sir? I said you got six to choose from. Who are you going? Yeah, with? yeah. I I can't choose against Michigan. Like it's just they they they've got everything in place. They have a solid number one goaltender who's an initial draft pick. They have you know a ridiculous amount of first round picks, seven or eight of them. Um, they are not a team without any holes from top to bottom. They they are just the best team in this tournament. And as long as they play how they should, it shouldn't be much of a question. Absolute stars. So if you want to take a peek at the frozen four, that's going to be on and you're going to want to watch some of these future stars in the making down while they're in college. But chase, let's talk about some potential college free agent signings. Could we see a couple coming out of this tournament? 
Oh yeah, we're we're definitely gonna gonna see a couple depending on how things work out. So we're gonna see, of course, you know, there's NHL owned players that are gonna sign with their teams as we see every year. We've already seen a couple of those, like Jordan Harris, for example. Well, you signed see, up in Montreal a day or two ago. What's up? You see Jake Sanderson signed today. Oh yeah, it's true. Jake Sanderson literally did just sign not too long before we started recording. Uh, so you know, Jake Sanderson, that's a pretty big one there. I don't know if he's gonna play uh, this season for Ottawa. I would imagine he does, um, just because he's so talented. They want to get him acclimated, burn off a year at the entry level. Um, so I, I could imagine him playing. But, you know, in terms of some of the free agents, you know, there's really a couple guys that I, I, I do want to mention. The number one guy uh, is Bobby Trevingo from Massachusetts, he, from UMass, if you don't know. He is probably the best, you know, like free. He, he's probably the best free agent in college hockey this year. Maybe, you know, a top five players in general. He, he's someone that is having a pretty damn impressive season. 48 points to 36 games for UMass. He seems like. He just seems like he's one of those guys that are actually have a chance at going on and having true NHL success. Not like a Jimmy VC where he leaves college and, you know, you think there could be some success. Then he kind of flops. I think he's going to go more of the route of actual, you know, competitive and um, useful middle six type forward. Uh, I think he just, you know, he he plays a nice game that's going to translate to the NHL pretty well, works his ass off. So he's someone that is going to be on everybody's watch list. Every team's going to be trying to sign him. Outside of him, Ben Myers from Minnesota, someone that's going to get some. Good attention. Uh, Ethan Frank from Western Michigan's been looking pretty good. I think he's going to end up with a college or a uh, NHL offer here pretty soon. Once you know, whenever their season does end, and then outside of that, um, also I I wouldn't be surprised if um, Minnesota Lewis goalie Ryan Fanty if if he ends up getting a contract too because he's been just rolling through the tournament, rolling through college hockey this year. Uh, he I want to say he's coming off of four straight shutouts going into um, the last round that they played in. He, he's been playing pretty damn well. Yeah, and it's really cool to see some of these names that maybe some of us are a little bit more unfamiliar with because these aren't always guys that are in the running for the Hobie Baker like Jimmy VC was when he was coming out. And uh, guys that we're not familiar with, but now we know the name now we'll keep an eye on them now we'll look forward to seeing where they sign and the potential they may have at the next level you know i don't know where um bobby trevino is going to go i haven't heard really any rumblings on that but i certainly do hope that it is with the tampa lightning because like that's a guy that could come in and help us right away in a playoff run that would be awesome to see have a have a college signing come in and just immediately lift the cup like that'd be sick yeah, it, it really would. And he's someone that like he could win Hobie Baker this year. I don't think he will, but like he, he's up for it. Um, and he, he just I, I just love the way he plays. He just works his ass off while having, you know, enough offensive upside to really produce. So it, it, he could be that true, you know, last season addition that helps push you over the edge. It's great to see. All right, Chase, let's move on to hockey name of the day. Now we got Roman Schlagenhoff. So it, it's Roman Schlagenhoff. Schlagenhoff. You got to remember that it's it's a it's a you know a German German name, but Roman Schlagenhoff is a Swiss-born forward uh, currently playing in the second league in Switzerland. Thirty-three years old, you know, solid hockey player playing for um, GC Klunstock Lions. Uh, play, played for ZSC a little bit too, which is the top uh, Swiss league team for that organization. But played a little bit in the top Swiss league here and there. Played a little bit internationally. Played some U twenties back in 08-09. Solid hockey player, just uh, you know career-long Swiss pro player playing in his home country, getting to live the dream. Not someone that we're really going to hear much for other than the segment. And really love the last name. Even though I got it wrong, like, just the spelling of it and ugh, great last name. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty elite. All right, Chase, let's go out with an outro. 
As always, we want to thank you guys for listening. If you want to check us out on Bolts Broadcast or support us on Patreon, excuse me. If you want to support us on Patreon first, can't skip that part. Uh, we, we really appreciate it. But if you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. Or at FLWMP on Twitter at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod to get all the content you need on Twitter between those three accounts. Make sure you go to the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. Find all the podcasts network there. Boom. Click the logo. Listen easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, you can rate it five stars. Send us your questions, comments, concerns. We really appreciate it. For every do, do not forget to use code THPN. It's Network DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.